This is We're Psyched. Hi, I'm Elle, and I've never done a podcast. And I'm Jacob, and I've never seen Psych. And now I'm making him watch it. And now I'm making her do a podcast. So let's get started. Welcome back to We're Psyched. Today we're covering Season 1, Episode 2, Spelling Gabee. Written by Steve Franks and directed by Mel Damsky. It aired on July 14, 2006. And the wiki synopsis goes as follows. After a regional spelling bee competition becomes overcompetitive, Sean and Gus are called to investigate the suspicious death of the spellmaster. A murder mystery. Uh, I like this episode. Um, started off, really cool scene, introducing Juliet O'Hara. Um, I, I like that intro scene. Um, again, Sean trying very hard with women. Yeah. Um, and then he realizes she's a cop right as they bust the, the criminal, which I thought I always like stuff like that. So I thought that was a good, good intro scene. Yeah, it was clever to introduce her character that way. They could have done it where like he meets her at the police station. Yeah. Or, I don't know, during uh, at a crime scene. But I like that they were in a casual environment and then she just uh-huh. happened to be undercover. So it was just happenstance that Sean was there too mm-hmm. and then he meets her. Yeah, that's great. Um, and then so we go back to the psych office and we learn that Gus is a fucking nerd. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. He um, he coins the term the bee to call the spelling bee and that annoys Sean. Gus, you've got to stop with those cute nicknames. <laughs> if you're going to nickname something... Actually, that's different. Oh. That's... Okay, so Gus has this gift, we find out in this episode, where he can smell things and identify them really well. Yeah, he's a super sniffer. Well, he calls it the super smeller. Right. But it has also been called the super sniffer. Well, so is is it actually like having... Because being a super taster is a real ability that some people have. Uh, Yeah, I think he's just one of those people who have that gift and i think that um if even though he probably doesn't want to admit it sean really needs that and Mm -hmm. he needed it a lot for this case so this is like carrying on from what you were saying for the first episode like sean reluctantly or wouldn't would really hate to admit it but he needs gus yeah Um, and it's a good relationship Exactly. I think we had talked about that he needs him on an emotional level and a friendship level, but also Gus is very, mm-hmm. very handy in cases. I mean, he's a pharmaceutical rep. He knows yep. drugs. And for this, he knew the poison. Yep. So his, his ability is coming in clutch again. And we learn that he holds a grudge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because Sean, man, that was a dick move. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Um, yeah. So, so they do actually two flashbacks to, I believe, 1989. Um, and there are three total in this episode, right? Because we think, do two separate flashbacks with the doghouse. Yeah, but let's we'll do get to one later. thing at a time. Right. So yeah. this flashback shows Gus on stage in his school spelling bee. And he apparently was doing really well. I think he was in the final. And he gets a word. And the word was... A, it sounded French. I can't remember what it is wow. now. Anyway, he Accoutrement, gets... No. No. Something like, something like that. <laughs> and... Sean is sitting in the audience and Gus is panicking because he doesn't know what the next letter is, which it's an I, by the way. And and Sean knows it's an I, but he mouths the letter O to Gus. Yeah. So Gus says, oh, and er, he's wrong and he gets eliminated. Eliminated. And all these years, 
He's held on to that. He No, no. All these years, he thought it was an accident. Oh, remember? Re- right. Okay. Because then at the end... At the end... Sean, being Sean, who thinks he knows best for Gus always, says, that's why I had to give you the wrong letter. Because you would have ended up a nerd and you would have kept studying and studying. So this is where we find out that was, Sean is also a little bit selfish. Yeah, he's like, I know what's best. You know? Yeah, he thinks yeah. he's doing it for Gus's reputation, but he's also doing it because if Gus keeps studying and doing these things which he finds nerdy, he's not going to have a lot of time to hang out with Sean. Right, so he is he is doing it for self-preservation in a way. Exactly. Which is kind of sad. It is. It is very sad. Yeah. Well, so then we see Sean continually or repeatedly blows off the importance of the the spelling bee. Like first when they were watching it on TV in their office and then when they're actually at the spelling bee and he's just kind of making jokes about it to the contestants and their parents who obviously are taking it seriously. Um, And I just like, that's kind of a dick move also. But it's just like, is it redeemable for you after watching this show, like, and loving this show, like, to watch him say stuff and be, like, rude to people? Yeah, I mean, so I'm jokes? glad you bring that up because I wanted to know from someone who's just starting this show how they think of Sean's personality thus far. Well, it's tough. It's because I like, I like his character. I think he's really fun and... Um, and he's just a good, he's a good character, really smart. I like watching. That's actually a note I wrote, um, which I guess we could talk about a little bit more later. But it's really cool to see the, like the little pieces and clues Sean sees. And then you as the watcher, or me as a dumb watcher, having no idea what it means. And then seeing him connect the dots and you're being like, oh, that's what he saw or that's what that meant. You know, so it's like seeing a really smart character like that is really cool. But I do have problems when he just takes nothing seriously. I'm just like, come on, give a shit, you know, like care a little bit. It's just, I mean, we see that happen again in this show. Sean not caring about something that Gus finds like really interesting. Okay. Um, I think... Sean was only interested because, you know, he got a case for it. You know, otherwise he would not have given a shit about the spelling bee, you know? Right, well, then when he saw the the, um, spellmaster, like, after he died um, and fall off the balcony, which, by the way, we need to talk about this a little bit, but he fell and then he was like, not to belittle this man's life, but this just got a lot more interesting. I'm like, okay, well, so that's what it took for you to care about it. It took a man dying. Yeah. Okay, but what I wanted to say was Gus said a couple times that this spelling bee was like super exclusive and you had to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody to get in. And then and he said it's been sold out. And then there's like only about half the seats full in the actual auditorium. It's like, yeah. was that, a, was that a, an issue they did on set where it's like, oh shit, we don't have enough extras today. So we just, you know, like. Yeah, I don't know. That is. That's a good catch, actually. Mm-hmm. Good job, Jacob. Um, I don't know why there were not very many seats full, especially since it was like the final, you know? Well, it could be that I re- I noticed this in like one of the one of the callback scenes. Like, so it wasn't the first time we saw the auditorium. It was one of the later scenes I really noticed. Oh, there's a lot of empty seats. The thing I, I'm explaining it away in my head as like the parents of the loser kids. Sorry. The parents of the losing kids um, had already left. <laughs> yeah, so, so maybe, it could be. Yeah. 
could be that it was more full, but then it's not. Yeah, um, that's that's a good observation. What do you guys think? Maybe um, that could be a good conversation. Yeah, is it is it intentional or was it you know just a budget thing or a time thing? I don't know. Yeah, um, I like that. And so, okay, we've talked a lot about the B so far, mm-hmm. but why don't we get into the case? Yeah. So we meet. So Sean is originally hired by Chief Vic. Oh, I actually have a little thing about Chief Vic, um, really quick. Um, she, <laughs> the other day, I was on YouTube and I was watching just like old commercials, and I came across as one, one does. <laughs> thank you. And I came across one on YouTube for this this thing called Smart Beep. Oh, this, yeah. And their commercial, you can look it up on YouTube. It's called Blind Double Date Fart Commercial. And Chief Vic, or Kristen Nelson, is in that commercial, in the backseat of the car. Yeah. For this really short, funny skit. Like maybe 10 years before Psych. Or no, I think it was like 1999. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It looked old. But yeah. I, if you want to go check out Chief Vic in a fart commercial, go to YouTube and Google blind double date fart commercial. Was it fart awareness? What was the point of it? I, I don't know. Like, hey, if you fart a lot, you got colon cancer. <laughs> don't spoil it. Let them oh, watch. Okay, yeah. Okay, but anyway, back to the episode. Yeah. So Chief Vic hires Sean and Gus to psychically read all the contestants to see if they had motive for um, tampering with this other contestant's uh, their inhaler. Inhaler. That's yeah, the all word. of the contestants and their parents. She was like, investigate everyone because that's yeah. the only time we're gonna have them all here at once. Exactly. And then, but then, as Jacob mentioned, the spellmaster gets murdered. Dun dun dun. So now Sean isn't just focusing on oh, interviewing the parents and their kids. Who would have motive to kill the spellmaster? Right, because if it was just a You'd think if it was just a, a, a contestant and their parent, you know, they would just want to eliminate the winning contestant. They wouldn't they wouldn't want the spellmaster to be gone because the spellmaster obviously has to officiate the ceremony and everything. So Exactly. So they go up into the spellmaster's chamber den, <laughs> den room. Yeah. And that's when Gus uses his super smeller to mm-hmm. sniff around and they find that he had kind of um an unhealthy eating habit. Yeah, a lot of takeout food up there. Yeah, and so he has this box of Chinese takeout, it looks like. And Sean takes some of the noodles and goes to his dad's house because his dad has a friend who can analyze the noodles to see if there is any poison in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that they brought back Henry again in this mm-hmm. episode. I like I like the little B story, with which really didn't have much to do. It was only tangentially related because of the situation. Um, to the main story, uh, which is Henry um, kept the shitty old doghouse that Sean built in his eighth grade. Um, and then he was like, come on, this is the favor that you owe me. Build the doghouse right. Um, so then Sean tries again and again um, to rebuild the doghouse. But, you know, something I noted about that. Don't you think, and this is something we can ask our, our listener also. Um, listener, singular. <laughs> Don't you think that it's kind of ridiculous to expect an eighth grader to build a good doghouse? Yeah, well, this is where we kind of 
learn a little bit more about Sean's relationship with his dad. You know, in the first episode, he said he hated his father. But then in this episode, he's over at his dad's house a lot, needing favors and stuff. And then those flashbacks, his dad was kind of hard on him as a kid. Really hard on him. I'm not just because he was a cop. I think that was just in Henry's personality, too. Mm -hmm. Expecting an eighth grade boy to build a really good doghouse. Yeah. And we see that he's been working on it for hours, but it's not up to Henry's standards. And he says, you need to do it right, kid, or don't do it at all. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just, I don't know what that means. You know, I don't have the expertise to be able to, you know, A, design it how you want it, and then also construct it also. So I just feel like I get what he's doing. Like, I understand, like, he's being super hard on him, so he learns that things are tough. You got to do tough things in your life with tough expectations. But come on, like, give a little bit, like, you know, be a little understanding that, you know, he's starting from ground zero. He has no idea. And then... Yeah, and then 20 years into the future, so present time about, we see that (laughs) Sean is working on that doghouse and it's still not up to Henry's standards. But then Henry comes over and starts helping him and sean's like acts all surprised because he's always been like you know my dad's never helped me as a kid or supported me yeah and he's he said like, exactly that didn't yeah he? and he is just like why are you helping me like you've never helped me and henry goes you never asked you never asked yeah and then they actually start working on it together which i really liked i like that because then that kind of indicates to me that oh their relationship might improve over time you know and we might have more amicable meets you know and i and i would really like that because i like that i like henry or henry i like sean's dad um and i want to see more of them you know yeah and i kind of like that they that's all they said and then they worked on the house and it seemed to like rectify some of those hard feelings they may have had when sean was a kid but it's like is this what men do jacob do they just they like don't talk about problems but they kind of just fix it by oh doing yeah, some like a project. I I don't yeah. know. I don't want to like sound like they f- they fix it by doing absolutely nothing that's related to it. It's <laughs> you fix a you fix decades of you know tense bad relationship with your with just building something or fishing or something. Wow. Yeah, it's it's that's it's healthy. a weird thing, <laughs> right? You know, men will do literally anything except go to therapy. Like, <laughs> wow. All right, so back to the case. Um, Sean, once he had the idea of the the food being poisoned, uh, he goes to dramatically tell the police um, about it, and he chooses to do it in front of a news crew also. Um, And the spirits are mildly racist. Oh, gosh. Yeah. As, (laughs) I don't want to sound so weird, but as someone who is Asian... I thought Sean's little spiel from the spirits, which we know are a bunch of, it's just Sean, you know, the spirits aren't real. I thought I was a little bit racist too. I don't want to repeat what he said. I will. Oh, the <laughs> says the white guy. Oh, okay, yeah, go, ahead, go ahead. Honky ass guy. Okay. <laughs> He's like, oh my God. And for anyone listening, I hope you didn't find that offensive but actually no it was offensive it was offensive yeah and then and then he was like and then he was like i sense a fortune cookie or something no that was that a that, that was, was at a, a later scene. time but still 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 these little things it's it's because whenever he has these psychic visions 
He never says outright what it is. He likes the police or Gus guests. So when he said those things, they guessed Chinese food. Oh, the mm-hmm. food. Oh, it must have been poison. Which means the rest of them are racist, too. Yeah, God. <laughs> no. Yeah, so I thought um, that was a little problematic. It, it was. But, I mean, also, like, it just shows how he just... Does he not really understand social cues or something? I because think he's like, a little... Well, he's definitely immature. Yeah, because it's like, if he thinks that's a, like an okay thing to just like... Granted, this was 2006, 2007, so it's like people were, were less sensitive in general about the, you know, the kind of jokes they made or whatever. But now looking at this, it's like, wow, you really said that, you know? Yeah, I mean, it didn't sit quite well with me either but i mean the episode as a whole is all right just oh yeah i, I like this i episode. am glad you pointed that out though yeah <laughs> all right so going forward yeah. from that the uh sean gets run off the road by the a mysterious van in the middle of the night yeah when he's he gets run off the road and has to tell gus that he's in the hospital but he yeah. doesn't tell his dad what happened right he, I was going to talk specifically about the crash. Like that was a good looking like stunt that they did. Where oh the yeah. Motorcycle flipped and the dude went off into the bushes. Yeah, I definitely yeah, don't think that, that was, was actually James Roday Rodriguez. No, but it, it looked be. really good. Yeah, I mean, it didn't need to be. Also, it was nighttime. You had yeah, the helmet on, so it could be a stunt double. But it was a, it was a good good stunt, and it yeah. really sold it because like when I was watching, I was like, whoa, you know, like oh, they yeah. really did that. And and then also I thought that like uh, the actor he did, or uh, James Roday Rodriguez did a great job at faking a limp. Oh yeah, he was limping for the rest of the episode. Yeah, it was very yep. consistent. I was watching very closely the first time I ever saw this episode mm. to be like, oh, is he gonna... Is he gonna accidentally switch yeah. the leg at some or point? Is, like, or something? Nope, yeah. he never did. Nope, it was very good. good. And then he goes back to his dad's house to finish the doghouse and his dad mm. notices his, that his leg's injured. And I just realized something very important that we accidentally overlooked. Let's backtrack really quick to the first time he's building the doghouse. There's the pineapple. Sean is holding what looks like to be a pineapple slice in his right hand when yeah, his dad pulls up into the driveway. Just a slice of it. I, I, I didn't even catch it. Like you said, oh, there's the pineapple. And I'm like, is that a pineapple? Like it's very subtle to me. It is least. very yeah. subtle. Yeah. Um, if you're not looking for it, you're focusing on his face. Because he's good looking. Yes, as we, <laughs> as you have said. Maybe no. Maybe you're into. Maybe you're into Henry. Like who knows? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not judging. Henry's so. not bad looking. No, he's not bad. But I know Henry is jealous that Sean has this good full head of hair. Full head of hair. Oh and yeah. That's is... why. That's pl- plot twist. That's why the actor wanted all those flashbacks. He's like, I really want to be in a full head of hair. <laughs> that would be great. Like I'm self conscious, guys. Can we do most of my airtime on? <laughs> On flashbacks. Well, actually, it's funny that we bring this up because you'll see it gets brought up more in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, but back to... Well, what what son doesn't make fun of his bald dad? Like... I mean, your dad's bald. Oh, yeah. That Wait, was... tell that... everyone what you asked him about. I So, last time we saw, I was FaceTiming with my dad, I asked him out of curiosity, when you're washing your face, how far up do you go? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe where's you asked the, your Where's the line? And he said... Well, he said something like... He just goes all the way. He just goes all the way. Like, because he just washes his whole... If you wash your whole head. You all know? right, guys. Okay. If you are bald... Any bald you, listeners. Do you wash all the way? 
Yeah. Like round the world, top to bottom. And do you use body wash or face wash? Oh. It'd be face wash, right? I think fa- I would use face wash. But also, men tend to just use one thing for their whole body. Like, Well, we got to go yeah. ask your dad okay. again. Okay. <laughs> Getting off topic, but that's all right. <laughs> back to the case. So Sean and Gus go back up into the Spellmaster's room, chamber, whatever you want to call it. And they Sean notices these three little whole divots in the carpet. Mm-hmm. And he looks around to see what might make those marks and he finds a tripod and a, a camera tripod in the and a camera yeah and mm-hmm. he positions it and it realize he realizes is that it focuses on one of the parents of the kids yeah. in the competition and this what this parent is doing is he's just full on cheating yeah do you want to has a he has a dictionary in his hand and um he's well t- he's like tapping out like what we assume to be like morse code or something uh, or some sort of code. Yeah, he has a his, wire in yeah, his jacket his, yeah. that feeds to his kid's fake inhaler yep. on stage. So, and then the kid is just holding the in- inhaler and like no one bats an eye because, you know, a nervous kid needs an inhaler. Uh, yeah, and he's not the only kid with an inhaler. No. That one kid that went to the hospital had yeah. one. Which we we find out that inhaler was tampered with, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. Right. So, yeah, so no one bats an eye. And then... Uh, so that's how he gets the spellings. And then, you know, we, you know, Sean puts him on the spot at the end, you know, it's like, hey, spell this word. You can't, can you? Because you're an idiot. Yeah, I think he says, spell Sabret. And he's like, you can't, can you? Because mm-hmm. your dad's the one been feeding you all these words from the audience to the stage. Mm-hmm. And so he was really, ho- he was really hoping that no one was going to look over and see the dude with a dictionary. Well, I. I've never been to a spelling well, bee. Well, okay, like, this is what, what I thought. What would the etiquette be? Would you be allowed to I think to you're have... allowed to have a dictionary because maybe you want to know how to spell the word. You're tracking yourself. along. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I mean, they had those little pamphlets, one of the ones that Gus grabbed from the lobby, and it had like past words from other competitions. Right, yeah. Because they, you, they'll know right away if someone's cheating, if they have a dictionary and they're mouthing to a kid on stage or they're yelling it, you know? Right. Which is what Sean did in the, uh, oh, in the flashback. He was just mouthing the words and I'm like, dude, you're so, you're not, you're not being sneaky about it. Yeah, and then when they finally apprehend the father and his kid, okay, does his kid go to juvie? His right. kid technically so, hasn't poisoned anyone or tried to run anyone off the road. He's just been cheating. Yeah, so we're in the, the final scene after uh, Sean has apprehended it, or the cops have apprehended people. Like, Juliet is escorting the Spelling Bee contestant into the cop car. He's not cuffed, but she's taking him in the cop car. And I'm like, is that really what would happen? Well, they're definitely taking his dad to the station so maybe they're yeah. just taking the kid too taking the kid with him yeah, yeah. okay because right, we cause... don't see a mom or anything no it's just the two of them yeah so it's just that that's struck out to me and also something else that struck out to me a little bit earlier in the episode um after the spellmaster died um you know maybe this is a, just another thing of like how much we see in the episode because of you know any number of reasons but there were only coroners who took the body away instead of what would happen as far as I'm aware, which is paramedics would be called to the scene and they would be the ones who pronounce the man as dead. And then the coroners take him away, but we didn't see anything other than the coroners. And it was, I wonder if that was just a thing of like, it's implied 
or you know because it's just it's just a realism thing it's like i didn't notice yeah that. it's it's something that you wouldn't really pay attention to because a it was happening in the background of the shot um you know just, and it's just like also like does it really it doesn't really matter but it's just something interesting that i that we didn't at least see any one anyone other than the coroner yeah that's an yeah. interesting choice i wonder if that was in, like intentional or if they just thought no one would notice and it, they could just it could just be well, yeah. something overlooked yeah it's 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 an easy thing to overlook because it's just like oh the coroners are taking the dead body away but it's like for realism the paramedics have to pronounce you dead before you can be taken away yeah. by a coroner yeah um okay back at the police station Lassiter hates Sean so much he went way out of line being like oh just oh yeah he gets so frustrated with Sean when Sean comes to the police station to try to say like the food test the food yeah test the food and the chief is like kind of going with it and Lassiter is is uh, he's done he's completely Mm -hmm. fucking done he's like he's like I don't remember what he said. He turns to Chief Fick and he says something. He uses her first name, which, oh my God, do not Especially, ever talk to your right. boss like that. Well, if I, I, I get it if you have like a good relationship, but also oh, yeah. he was telling her what to yeah, do. Yeah, he says like, cut him loose, Karen. Cut him loose, Karen. That was the line. And I was like, whoa, I dude. know, when he said that, when I first saw it, I was like, oh shit, someone's getting fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's just like, it's going to be interesting to see like how frustrated he gets because he doesn't like sean doesn't get cut loose like yeah and i'm actually glad you brought that scene up because in that scene we find out that they can't do a toxicology report on the food for another two weeks or the results will take yeah the results will take two weeks and then at the end of the episode when sean's having his whole psychic episode juliet actually did it herself remember yeah a lot quicker and she said i'm just so sorry like he just seems so sure I wanted mm. to do it anyway. Remember, I like right. that little bit because yeah. she has be- she's kind of believed in him day mm-hmm. from day one. Yeah, ever since the diner. Yeah. So I I do like that because um cuz you could see that she, you know, also obviously still skeptical, but Oh yeah believed him because he was so sure and then it ended up being right and she went against you know i I assume it wasn't like an order or something but she you know went against what the official police um procedure was and then it turned out to validate what sean was saying so you know to to see that they don't agree on what to do with sean it's really cool Um, yeah you know to see how the different characters do react to him and his yeah i love um, juliet she's a very strong character and she she goes with her intuition Uh and um her intuition was right Mm -hmm. um so then wrapping up the episode at the very end sean goes to his dad's house to thank him for helping him with the case and he leaves a little surprise surprise. in the doghouse a little furry surprise he leaves a baby golden re- golden re- it looked like a golden retriever yeah really puppy. fuzzy fur, oh yeah. my god super cute super i cute. want that yeah dog. it's a really cute dog so fucking cute yeah. oh my gosh and and then the dad was just having none of it he's like i will leave this dog on the street and i'm like come on you can't do that to a little puppy i don't think come he on. would he just oh something else i noted about that scene Sean is wearing a brown and tan striped shirt. Wow. I don't know where he got that, but it needs to be burned. I actually didn't have a problem with it. Really? I know the shirt you're talking about. Yeah. It didn't bother me. I thought he pulled it off. Oh, okay. 
But what did bother me was, okay, so Sean finished the doghouse. It's clearly still in Henry's yard. Is yeah. Henry just going to, like, keep it? Well, he doesn't want to keep the dog. So. Well, we know that the dog's Sean's neighbor's dog. So right. he can't keep it anyway. But, like, is Henry just going to, like, put it back in his I, shed? I think so. Because it's just, like, the reason he kept it all this time was to teach Sean a lesson. So it's like, now he just got to keep it. Because he was like, you, you never finished anything in your life. And then Sean finally finished that. And he said, not bad. So yeah. I bet he's going to keep it just as like a, yeah, not bad kid yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I thought it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing about it particularly made me annoyed except for that little bit racist part. But as a first time watcher, uh, what did you think overall about yeah. it, Jacob? Um, so... You know, the first episode after the pilot. Um, it's cool to see, like, you know, something big like a murder mystery. Like a two, uh, like a double murder mystery. Um, and I, double I thought, murder. Who oh, else no. Died? Right. It was just the sabotage of the inhaler at first. Yeah. And then the murder. Yeah. Okay. Well, so it wasn't a double murder. I'm just dumb. Um, it's a murder mystery. And I thought it was a cool setting. Like, we get to, you know, the setting revealed more about the character, you know, Gus, which was really fun. Um, and it's a good story. Like, I was I was into it. Um, and I'm excited to watch more. So, you want me to rate it again like we rated last time? Uh, if you want, you don't have to. I know it's hard to rate something you just started because you don't have much no, to no compare No point of to. reference, yeah. So, so I'm we don't have gonna... to. We can drop that. Unless okay. you want Do you want to rate, like, end of the season kind of thing? Just, like, in hindsight, just, like, of what we've seen so far? Yeah, that sounds good. So keep listening to find out how we rate season one. Okay. Thank you for listening. We're Psyched is available on all of the major uh, podcasting outlets, SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. We might be coming to YouTube later. I don't know if that'd be something people... People listen to podcasts on YouTube. Oh, well. Um, You can follow us on social media, myself at Instagram, at Jacob Boers. And me at ellen.m underscore 22. And speaking of social media, I thought it'd be kind of fun. If you have any questions or something we want to reference on this podcast, please reach out to us through our DMs. Yeah. Also, you could reach out to our email. We're psyched podcast at gmail.com is another way. If you do not have social media or prefer email, either one, we'll read it on the podcast. Um, we'd love to get some feedback, some other perspectives, that kind of thing. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily have to be for the next episode. It can be for something down the line, and we'll just make sure to keep that. Yeah, since I'm the one who monitors that email address, make sure to mention spoilers. Um, (laughs) So I don't accidentally read something about Sean dying or something that I'm not supposed to hear. Um, Yeah, okay. Well, Yeah, well, that wraps up Season 1, Episode 2, Spelling of the What's up next week? Uh, We have Season 1, Episode 3, Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Peace. Peace, P-I-E-C-E. I like it. Okay. Thanks for listening.